Republicans stolen your voter registration? Jim Crow at the Ballot Box, Part 2. Welcome back to another exciting and fun episode of Hell Hath No Fury, a how-to series to empower you to create the big blue wave this November. My name is Anna Maria, and I am host of Sassy Political Coach. With the click of a mouse, Republican secretaries of state have been eliminating, banishing, disappearing, stealing our voter registrations. <laughs> That's why I'm telling you it's very important for you to check your voter registration and make certain that it is accurate with your name and address that is the exact same name and address on whatever government identification you may need to use when you vote. Really, make sure that you do that. I have a link on my website that you can use. Go to sassypoliticalcoach.com slash voter. And you'll see a big old button that brings you right to the Democratic website where you can check on your voter registration as well as register to vote if need be. Yeah, this is yet another Jim Crow at the ballot box tactic that Republicans use to stop U.S. citizens like you and me from exercising our sacred our fundamental, our legal right to vote. But of course, they actually target specific U.S. citizens. Citizens who are black, Asian, Hispanic. Citizens who live in lower income neighborhoods. Citizens who are young, like, like students who go, to, go off to college. And once again, Georgia Republican secretaries of state are the poster children for how to swindle U.S. citizens out of their voter registration with a click of a computer button. <laughs> oh, my God. More un-American behavior from the maggot Republicans. You and I can stop this Jim Crow at the ballot box practice when we retain control of the U.S. House of Representatives and elect an additional two Democrats in the U.S. Senate. You see, look, back in 2018, four years ago, Ms. Christine Jordan, Dr. Martin Luther King's 92-year-old cousin, she voted at the same polling location for 50 years. Suddenly, without any reason whatsoever, Georgia's Republican Secretary of State, now Governor, purposefully and illegally swindled her out of her voter registration. She was unable to vote in the 2018 governor's election. You know the one. That's the one where the same Republican Secretary of State was running for governor against our beloved Democratic nominee, Stacey Abrams. Yep, that's the one. So I repeat, check your voter registration. I know you may have already registered. You may have been voting in the same place over and over again, year in and year out, just like Ms. Christine Jordan. Like any of that really matters to the Confederate Putin-loving MAGA types. You know, the ones I like to refer to as maggots. Well, if the shoe fits, honey. So here's your homework. Check your voter registration. Print out a copy. Download it to your phone. When you go online to check your voter registration and find that your registration is missing in the database, simply re-register immediately, period. If you go to sassypoliticalcoach.com slash voter, as I said, there's a big old button that says check your voter registration. Click that button and you can do all of this in the same place. 
If you find that your voter registration fails to match the name or address on whatever identification that you use, that you're required to use when you vote, you know, if you're in one of those states, then you must re-register immediately so that your identification matches your voter registration. Be certain that you do this before the voter registration deadline closes in your state of legal residence. And you can also make sure that everyone in your life who is eligible to vote is also registered. See, I say this because for the last 10 years, Georgia's Republican secretaries of state have been deliberately destroying voter registrations specifically to whiten the voter rolls through swindling U.S. citizens out of their sacred, fundamental, and legal right to vote. And they do it with the click of a button on a mouse. In 2019, Republican Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger illegally kicked off the voter rolls nearly 200,000 legally registered voters. These were U.S. citizens living and residing in Georgia and who had legally registered to vote. He claimed that these U.S. citizens had moved out of the county of, of residence where they had registered to vote. However, the ACLU of Georgia released an investigative report in 2020 titled Georgia Voter Roll Purge Errors that the Palace Fund had conducted. In its press release, the ACLU of Georgia stated that the report, quote, concluded the state had likely removed in 2019 the voter registrations of nearly 200,000 Georgia citizens on the grounds that they had moved from the address on their voter registration application. However, none of these citizens had moved, according to Advanced Address List Hygiene. Unsurprisingly, the state's removals will likely affect the most vulnerable, young voters, voters of lower income, and citizens of racial groups that have been denied their sacred right to vote in the past. End quote. To get your own copy of the Palace Report that the ACLU of Georgia released in 2020, go to sassypoliticalcoach.com documents. In response to this horrific disclosure that nearly 200,000 U.S. citizens had been wrongfully and illegally removed from the voter rolls, well, any faithful public official would have immediately rectified the situation. <laughs> Hell no. Huh, alas, this is a Republican administration. They don't give a damn about democracy. All they care about is power and keeping themselves out of prison, but that's a topic for another day. After the ACLU of Georgia released the Palest Fund report, strong, wonderful leaders like Latasha Brown, co-founder of Black Voters Matter, and Say Ufat, CEO of New Georgia Project, and other fabulous leaders and organizations went out and re-registered to vote tens of thousands of those citizens in spite of the tremendous hardship that deliberately induced hardship Look, requiring any of us to waste our precious time, energy, and money re-registering U.S. citizens who were properly registered to begin with is simply wrong, and it's always wrong. Now, we must put into office in Georgia and throughout the nation Democrats who are eager to protect and expand our voter rights. Fortunately, Georgia has on the ballot right now a fantastic candidate for Secretary of State. Her name is Representative be win. You can find a link to her campaign by going to my website, sassypoliticalcoach.com. Personally, I've worked a bit with Representative Wynn when I was the communications director with the ACLU of Georgia. She is fabulous. If you can do anything to assist her campaign, please do. Now look, 
the current Rathuglican Secretary of State simply continued the tradition that his predecessor had begun years earlier. And who is his predecessor? The current governor. Back in 2017, with the click of a computer button, Rathuglican Kemp gutted 500,000 voter registrations in one night. Boom! Just like that. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution reported that election law experts believed the action represented the largest mass gutting of voter rights in U.S. history. Dear God in heaven. The ACLU of Georgia's legal director, Sean J. Young, one of the nation's foremost voter rights attorneys, found that the Secretary of State had illegally removed about 160,000 U.S. citizens who had simply changed their residence inside of the county. The irony is that both state and federal law only require that the citizen notify the U.S. Postal Service, which in turn notifies the local election office of the address change. After that, all that's required is for the local election office to change the information in its database and send each citizen updated information on the who, what, where, and when in terms of voting. That is it. This was to be an automatic update to the state's records. Instead, Local election officials broke the law and sent out notices threatening to remove these Georgia citizens from the so-called active voter rolls if the citizens failed to respond in 30 days in confirming, one, they remained living at the same address, or two, they had moved within the county, or three, moved out of the county. (laughs) But you have to understand, the local election offices take their direction from the Secretary of State's office. Without a response from these citizens, and often these notices look like junk mail, so it's easy to overlook. The Rathuglican Secretary of State policy swindles citizens out of their voter registration. All of this is illegal, and none of it should ever have occurred. On the eve of going to court, the Rathuglican Secretary of State cried uncle. Commenting on these kinds of tactics... ACLU of Georgia's legal director, Sean J. Young, said, quote, This is what voter suppression looks like in the 21st century. Confusing notices, needless restrictions, and a minefield of bureaucratic requirements that make it harder to vote, end quote. And look, guys, these are just two of the innumerable examples of 21st century Jim Crow at the ballot box. And just in Georgia alone, We have to figure out a way to impose consequences on public officials when they swindle us out of our voter registrations. Because right now, they do this without any consequence whatsoever. Rathuglicans are attempting to kill our democracy via death by a thousand cuts. Of course, Rathuglicans know these things are illegal. They're not stupid. Their actions, their motives, well, they're simply vile. Now let's rearrange those four letters instead of V-I-L-E. Put the E in front of the V and what do you get? Da-da-da-da! Another adjective. Evil. Again, if the shoe fits, wear it, honey. Rathuglican actions are un-American. Yeah, I'm sure Putin and the Saudi buzzsaw dictator must be so proud of their maggot Rathuglican buddies and surprised that Americans of all stripes are actually rising up in non-violent ways to push back successfully at the polls. The Kansas abortion ban, defeated by two to one. The New York and Alaska special congressional elections, Democrats won. We're winning. We all know that in Georgia, there's a rematch between the fabulous Stacey Abrams, 
the magnificent Democratic nominee for governor, and the Republican guy I've been talking about, the one who currently is in the governor's mansion and who implemented many of these Jim Crow and other tactics. For more than a decade, Stacey Abrams has championed voter rights while the Republican guy has done everything in his power to gut voter rights because, well, he apparently fails to believe in America. And of course, you can find a link to the Abrams campaign on my website, sassypoliticalcoach.com. In spite of the things that I've shared in this episode, let me remind you that Georgia voters like me cast their ballots proudly and helped elect Joe Biden as president of our United States. Georgia voters like me cast their ballots proudly and elected two, count them, two Democratic U.S. Senators giving us the Democratic majority in the U.S. Senate. And this is what I call the Georgia miracle. The Georgia miracle in November 2020 and January 2021 proved that when we work together doing the election campaign work that is effective, when we work together in spite of the hardships and horrible barriers that Republicans wrongly and illegally place in the way of many U.S. citizens, we win. What I've described today is yet another reason to vote for Democrats from the top to the bottom of November's ballot, as well as to ensure that we maintain our majority in the U.S. House of Representatives and elect two additional Democrats in the U.S. Senate. Then come January, we can pass the John Lewis Voting Rights Act to restore the federal government's critical role in protecting our sacred right to vote and get rid of the Jim Crow policies and practices like the ones that I've described here in this episode. There are plenty of things that you can do to help make this happen. First, of course, make sure that you are registered to vote and keep a copy of your voter registration in case you need it. Also, ensure that everyone in your life who is eligible to vote, that they're also registered to vote. So let's turn our attention to what you can do in addition to help create the big blue wave. What I'm going to tell you, of course, are specific battle-hardened, effective, and successful steps that I know from personal experience produce election night victories. Want to know how to use your cell phone to identify citizens who we can count on to support and vote for our Democratic candidates? Great! Listen to episode three. What are the steps, all puns intended, to walking and talking to neighbors? Listen to episode nine. What about turbocharging the chatter on the ground to create the big mo momentum for our Democratic candidates? Fabulous. Listen to episode four. Voter protection? That's in episode 14. I even created how-to instruction documents for each of these. Everything's on my website, sassypoliticalcoach.com. Lastly, if you need, or someone you know needs, to get focused on winning, episode two helps you get your head in the game. Because it's like oxygen, honey. You gotta have it. Now, when you join any of these campaigns, contributing your time, your treasure, both, let me know. Put a comment on social media or on the podcast comment section. Also, please let the campaign know that the Sassy Political Coach encouraged you to help. Oh, a little shameless self-promotion's good, right? Thank you for listening. Be sure to follow and like, rate and subscribe wherever you follow this podcast. And of course, share it with your friends and your family. And you can find me across social media at Sassy Political Coach. For your Hell Hath No Fury swag, t-shirt, ball cap, coffee mug to start your day or take a mid-afternoon break, and naturally you can also use it for your tea, head on over to sassypoliticalcoach.com store. This is Anna Maria, your Sassy Political Coach. Now go on and make Hell Hath No Fury our political rallying cry that helps create our big 
blue wave.